Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to J.Ill, the podcast. And yeah, we started off with, with a belch um, because it needed to be done. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm sitting here with my friends, my sister friends, Laia St. Clair. That was Jill, not Laia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that, that was me. And... Adrian Creighton Dantzler. My gas comes out another way, so we're just going to oh. go there. <laughs> we are here. Yeah, everybody's does. It does. Everybody's gas comes out. I mean, like, been, that's um, the tendency for me is what I'm saying. No. Well, I think that's how it goes, man. Are you a putter? I'm a bit of a putter. I think that's what happens. You know, it's okay. It's okay. It, really, it that is. Dairy. That's that dairy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, I'm I'm rocking with oatmeal. It's like we're not even mm. 30 seconds into the show and <laughs> Laia is at my neck. I am she's, not. I'm trying to come up with solutions. She said she's farting. I'm like, yo, it's probably too much there. She needs But she sipped, but y'all didn't see this. She sipped some tea after she said it. That is some coffee with some oatmeal. She knew it was shade within herself. And this is how her body expressed the shade. I didn't even realize I was doing it. You might be right. Honey, listen, baby. I'm sorry. She's 43. What is that? What is that? I don't know. She's going to school you today. No, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. You're going to get schooled today. That's it. It's really okay. So it's I'm okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'll take it as love. I'm gonna it, stop. You, you know it is. I'm gonna take the half and half out of my coffee, babe. Okay, just Ooh, for- girl. <laughs> I'm <clears> telling <throat> you, cool. I'm so proud. That's good. I'm sorry. It's it's the oat milk for me. 
yeah, yeah. Even though I call it oak milk. <laughs> but see, that is like the, the oak only milk. actual dairy that I that I engage in. Because I just like my cream and my coffee. Well, well listen, the yeah. oat milk yeah. version uh, has nice flavors. They have hazelnut and mm-hmm. some caramel. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very nice. And I have to say, I've noticed that the gaseous nature of myself is, is, is declined. <laughs> it's <know>. declined. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hunty. Yes, everybody. Everybody farts. Everybody. <laughs> I used to think when I was when I was like a young John that I didn't I didn't fart. You know what I mean? I could I could not fart around oh. people for days. Like not like hold it in. Like, you know, a, like when you have a boyfriend. Yeah. And you're like yeah. young, you did not pass what? gas. No, you no, didn't. You I didn't. I didn't. I don't know about Asia. She's no, she's I so, definitely she's did such not. a pimp. I wasn't super. <laughs> pimp. <laughs> Pimp shit is important to understand that it does not involve gas either. But if it happens, we don't worry. You know? No, oh no, if I just stick the shoulder shimmy. If it Sorry, does happen, did you we see don't the shoulder? Did you see the shoulder shimmy? It was we don't worry. Talking about why okay. thing was here. You gotta okay. know what's going on. Wow. <laughs> to 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 uh, be that confident, okay? Yes. <laughs> to yes. be that confident with a with gas and a shoulder shimmy. Yeah. Shoulder shimmy. This yeah. is the goal in life, is it not? It, it this is the goal. <laughs> at least two least, of them. Yeah. At least, uh, like I wait. My body seems to know when I get home. Like soon as I get in the door, I my whole family is like, "She's home." <laughs> <laughs> what I guess is the, happening the, here? The, the trumpets are <laughs> sounding. The trumpets have sounded. Baby, do bop bop, booty booty. She's in here. She's in here. She's comfy. Oh, I don't even have man, to announce it. Oh, hey, man. mom. Yo, yo, y'all farting under yeah. the sheets? Well, I, I know Asia been farting over under the sheets for decades, but like, yo, you, 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 you farting under the sheets now? You, 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 you. That's when next level relationship shit. Friend, I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm all, I'm all the way in. This is what I'm saying. I, Congratulations, I, because yes. that's important. Yes, yes, very important. Mm-hmm. This, you, this is this is relief, friends. It's relief. Is the next Listen. level when you can you're considerate and you lift up the sheet because you know it's coming. No, I you don't lift ha- the sheet. You tuck you the sheet. No, to you hold the smell in. No, no, you know that's no. Asia, that's torture. That's not loving. That's not love. That's- what? <laughs> that sounds like I have a I have an aunt named Pam, uh-huh. and she's a very high voice. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen or heard in my life. And she says things like, that's not love, that's hate. <laughs> and Asia, I... Mm. That's not love. Oh, y'all, I'm in silence for Fatine and all these years. Look at y'all. Ooh, no. Lord. Ooh. That's friendship. Fatine and I friendship. sleep in a spoon. No, Fatine and I actually do sleep in a spoon. I know most couples yeah. don't because they be getting hot. But we actually <laughs> sleep in a spoon. And I'm telling you, a few, when, if he lets one go in the middle of the night, I'm yeah. tucking the sheet because I don't want that thing to seep out and I oh. smell it. Interesting. I don't know how we... Mm. You know, and it doesn't really matter if you're vegan or if you <clears> eat, <throat> you know, if you're a carnivore and you're out here eating all the meat. Um, either way, you know, a, a vegan fart, <laughs> I have, my Lord, been subject <laughs> to a vegan fart and been like... Mm. And it's potent. That oregano garlic business <laughs> in all the air. beans, all in all in beans, all in beans. <laughs> alternative protein farts. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. 
Y'all, I love y'all. What are y'all crazy? What the hell? I, I, I didn't mean to start off the show with farts, <laughs> you know, or belches, but that's what happened. It's a big deal. You know, there's deal. a kid's book called Everybody Poops. They should have one called Everybody Farts. Yeah, because it happens in class. It's the most, y'all remember like when you farted in class and everybody heard it? <gasps> no, babe, that didn't happen. I actually no. said that didn't by happen by to accident? me. <laughs> no. Come on, no. everybody. What? No. no. I thought. It didn't no. happen to me. Mm-mm. Okay. You've, anyway, always been, you've always been free with yours. It was okay. it be by accident. It don't sometimes all right. Never mind. So let's what, what we yeah. What are we talking comes, about? What are we talking about? I thought I was relating. Sorry. <laughs> this um, is the time for a masterful, a masterful <laughs> Jill turn it back away. Yeah, come on, Jill. Segway. Bring it come on, Jill. Bring it back. Oh my gosh. I I don't even know where to start. How do I go? Where where do I go from here? I know. Just, we gotta sing a song. Well, we can we can go with our assignment. We had an assignment. We we was off well, of it. Yes. Yes. Listen, if you've ever had a moment where you let it go, okay? Where you've been in class or you've been at work or you've, you know, been around some some hoity-toity people. That's mm. right. Family. Mm. And one slid out. Mm, so many times. I mean, well. Wow. Totally. Okay, yeah. Laia. So many times. <laughs> Sorry. I can't be alone. I can't believe y'all didn't. You okay. said it was forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you couldn't help it. I said, she's going to hit it. She's going to come with me. She's going to come with me. Amen. Even though you might have had that moment where the where the John just slid out and permeated the space, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it did not take away your validity or your worth Mm-mm. as a human being it at all. It just happens. This is class. This is segways, y'all. It Segway just happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with "Thus is life." Okay, is, yes. cats fart. Yeah. Dogs fart. I think frogs dogs. fart. Yeah. Fish fart. Okay. Yeah. Fish fart? I, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea fish Jill's fart. Jill's face was like a robber room kid. Fish fart? <laughs> <laughs> this is life. We're, you're, mm. we, we end up having these moments in life. Mm-hmm. Stuff happens. Life happens. And we lose ourselves because... Something occurred. Um, it could be a major, big deal. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine passing gas? You go to the Oprah show and you're sitting there talking to Oprah, and you let one loose, and that, she smelled it. No, that, it never happened. Oh, okay. no, I'm just saying. But you know, Oprah farts too. Yeah, no, Oprah she farts. does. You don't think everybody people, yeah. does? Yeah, yeah. I think. We should probably look this up. That if you don't pass gas, you probably die, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Combust. You know I would is? say you're going to combust because there's a bunch of gas inside. Well, if yeah. you don't make mistakes and if you don't falter, um, sometimes even on your best intentions, sometimes um, you don't grow. No. Period. You got to make mistakes. You got to let yourself be um, human. Because you really don't have an option. The idea of this crazy perfection, trying to be perfect all the time, is exhausting. Mm. Yes, it is. It's it's exhausting and it's unfair 
to your humanity. I know we talk about humanity all the time, but I mean, this is what it is. We're, we're not amphibians, you know. <laughs> we, we can't swim underwater forever, you mm. know, without Ooh. coming up. We can't. We got to get out. We got to come up for air, and sometimes we got to let some air out. That was good. I, this is not a podcast for you to be like, okay, fart uh, everywhere you go. But, you know, sometimes you might have to take a couple steps away and let that gas out. Yeah, don't sometimes. hold that thing in. You're right. Don't hold that thing in. Sometimes I mean, I you got to take I, the- You know, I don't want to bring up an outdated reference, but, you know, as I've gotten older, I've more identified with that whole concept of waiting to exhale. Mm. And I feel like at the time that that movie came out, I was so young. I didn't understand, like, I didn't really understand the reference. But mm. it's like that feeling of when you you really do, like, you're out, you're out, you have on a good outfit, you know? Mm. And then suddenly you get home and you realize, like, I've been holding my breath the whole time I was out. Yeah. Or just eat, and even in, in life in different ways that you're in, interacting with other people, it's like you're you're consistently tense, you're pulled in, you're hyper aware, you're always trying to be present in a particular kind of way. And mm-hmm. if you're not, then suddenly it's like you you've you somehow committed this horrible offense by just being a doggone human being. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this as a young woman, there were times when I don't think I ever really experienced being in front of people with my stomach poked out at its at its at the oh, height of its comfort. Me too. Mm. Me too. Like, me too. And I realized like, dad, like that is how my stomach's supposed to look. Yeah. But everywhere I went, I was always like holding that joker in, always yes. holding my stomach in, always holding my stomach in. And it's just like, you know, I, I thank God for my 40s because now it's like no matter how much I hold this joke in, it's like we, we still, you know, it's still a pudge there. <laughs> and I As appreciate him. I appreciate a 43-year-old body, this particular one anyway. Lots yeah. of 43-year-old women out there with flat stomachs. But what I'm saying is that this particular one I appreciate with for that particular lesson. It's like, baby, that body is that body. That person is that person. And you gotta stop thinking that there is something that you can do to hide who you are from everybody else. You have to just be comfortable and allow that tummy to do what that tummy does. And that personality to do what that personality does. And that spirit to do what that spirit does. And it's like, you just cannot present or, or invest in presenting something that is not fully you. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it it, it really, (laughs) you're not really doing it, babe. You're not really doing, you're not really doing it. Yeah. You're, just, you're not. You're just. You're not. You're not. So, <laughs> I think. I think for me that that second album of mine, um, "Beautifully Human," that's what I was trying to like listen. I, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are thinking, but um, you know, I got some shit with me, and uh, I'm trying to figure it out. And uh, you know, I've got my moments like everybody else, like everybody else. These are the parts that are the most interesting to me. You guys know I love idiosyncrasies about people. Mm-hmm. You know, I love I love the the cleft chin and the 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 double chin and the daggone dimples and the uh uh freckles and the moles and yeah. all of that stuff. That's that's like the best parts of of you know being a voyeur, you know, being a people watcher. Like I love that. Yeah. All those those quote unquote, you know, flaws. We'll be back after the break.
brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I think it's fascinating, right? Like we all go through these stages in life where we're like, we don't know how dope we are. And then hopefully by the time we get to 30s, maybe 40s, we're figuring out some things about ourselves. This is what it's, I, I, I don't know if it's supposed to, because what is it supposed to, but this just feels like the natural flow of things, you know? And mm-hmm. then, you know, but also understanding that everybody doesn't come into that natural flow and stuff too. Till they, later. Yeah, well, there's so later. much in, it's so much in their way from doing that. I had a conversation with my cousin last night and I said, it's amazing how something that I've come to to understand or notice about people is that we believe that most of what we hold dear, like most of the values that we have, most of the things that we believe are things that we developed on our own. That's something through life experience and whatever we went through, that those are things that we came mm-hmm. up with on our own. And what I'm coming to understand a little bit more is that much more of what we believe in value is actually we're indoctrinated to believe it. Mm-hmm. Most of it is not actually us. 
very little of what we believe and what we value is really developed based on what we actually know about ourselves. And I feel like the evidence is clear even in the conversation about aging, because getting to this age, this big age and still discovering and really discovering who you are lets you know, hey, you've lived a good chunk of your life without this knowledge. Mm -hmm. So where did all of your beliefs come from? Where did all the things you thought were important come from? Well, that's you already the, know. That's why this is you. such a that's why this is such a significant time if you think about it, right? Because as you say that and as we say that and we're in this this part of the aging process and realizing these things about ourselves, the things that accompanied our evolution in the first 40 years are different than was accompanying the next young woman who was born 40 years later in her evolution, right? Like even when you're talking about like hmm. images and what we were told Ooh. about ourselves, I feel like there's an awakening right now, in a way, of, of for Black women. You know, mm-hmm. even if we're just talking about Black women, even I mean, I'm yeah. always I'm I'm like Asia. I'm always thinking about Black women first. So I I'm mean, just this like, is our baseline on the show. Exactly. So I'm if you're not here for that baseline, sorry. And, and for some yeah. reason, I, I feel like for some reason right now, it's it's kind of it's a little cooler to be Black woman. Maybe a little little you know, and maybe it would have been uh, when we were growing up as young girls. I don't know. But I'm just saying all of these things. So images align with that. Advertising aligns with that. And all these things lead you to that. And that's not the one thing, but I think that is one factor that can lead to all of our worthiness. Yeah. It's like, oh, I see her. I mean, come on, we got a black Supreme Court justice. Like things just (laughs) seeing, you know. It, well, it all, I mean, the girls, the, the, the girlies, the, the young girlies, black I mean, females, the young, the young, mm-hmm. the young, young black girlies, like, I mean, like in the early 20s. Yeah. And, the, and I want to insert right here. Can we please just stop like gang calling everybody a millennial? Well, I just we don't have to go off on that, but I'm just because like, that when they stop doing that to the to the boomers because, because there's a little war going on with the boomers. Millennials are like 40, 40 are like forty years old right now. Okay, yeah. let's cut it. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is, um, yeah, for the young girlies, like I do think that they definitely have an advantage in terms of what or how they what they see as worthy to be per, you know mm-hmm. present in any space mm-hmm. because even down to like the the crown act where it's like mm-hmm. the, the uh, when you go into a work environment and like who's worthy of respect who's worthy of this they don't have to as as much i suppose as we did because some things were just a baseline it's like yeah. you straighten that hair right you news anchors are now wearing their natural hair, hair. Yes. Like, yes. that is something if that it's you will a see special you- occasion right Right. If it's a special occasion that yeah. hair's getting pressed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the if you if you have a certain kind of job, yeah. So th- these are things that we don't really deal with, but there's a very kind of deep underbelly of 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 worthiness uh, issues around worthiness that I think really impacts young black women, and it still does. It still oh, does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look, I just had a moment. I was borrowing jewelry from a jewelry store. Now, um, first, let me let you know, when you're going to, to something and you borrow jewelry from a, from a jewelry store, typically what happens is they will send somebody with you. And as soon as they say, cut, thank you very much, mm-hmm. the security guard is coming to take that from you immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay, while you're still there, while you still got your dress mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. while it's over, give me my stuff. All the bells and the masks. All mm-hmm. the all the, the bells and whistles that you have on right now that you're sporting, they're coming to get that from you right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I didn't want to do that. I found another way to go around it. And 
um, contacted the jewelry store that I that I rocked I rocked with. Um, I go in there typically to buy gifts for people and sometimes a little something for myself. And y'all know me, I like to put things on layaway. Um, so they have that kind of, we have that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. So anywho. The babies call it afterpay now. Yes. Oh, I'm that's just, what they call it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Afterpay. So I, um, I go up in there and every day that I had been, I had been, um, every day that I'd gone up in there. I had never really been dressed up or anything to, to be in Uh-oh. there. But this day, I was a little, I, I, I felt different. I had my hair braided. I wore my, my bangs down. Um, I had been natural every day that I'd gone in there, whether I had had my hair out. And I've been doing a mohawk for maybe about a week or so. So every time they saw me, I had like a mohawk. And the, the woman that worked in the store, when I walked in, she says, Oh, oh, hi. I I didn't even recognize you. Now, right now, friends, I have uh, some faux locks and there's cowrie shells in my hair currently. And um, she said, like, I didn't recognize you. And I was like, oh, you know, every day, every time I come in there late, I won't say every day, but every time I come in there, she's pretty friendly and they're all friendly. You know, it's that kind of environment. She's like, well, oh. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, I, um... I, I like I like the other hair. Much Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? I'm sorry. I do. I, are we are we are we related? Are I like the other hair much better. And what are you wearing? Like normally you would like. You this know, is a sister. She's a, this is a no, sister talking to it you. Was no, because, not. <laughs> no, it was not. She was like normally you're you're like you know fierce and <laughs> today you're I, I don't I don't think I like this demure look. Are you? Is your face stuck? Is anybody else? Are you listening to this with your my face mouth is stuck? Open. My, my mouth it's was like some open. Anger. I'm so you. How you so mad? You laughing like my, my eyes are watering. Yeah, that's a situation where I probably wouldn't even be able to pull up the the, the highest level of shade that I could come up with because I would still be in shock. You know I, I was in shock, and I, and my son Jet and uh, Jet, was sitting. You? Jet was across the room, so he didn't hear the foolishness. Okay. I typically, I have a uh, African-American man that I work with, but he wasn't there. And I had already made the arrangements to pick up the jewelry for the thing that I was going to. My whole, my whole shit changed. Now, no longer do I want anything from your establishment. Now, now I got to pull it together so I don't black out on, on this bitch. Oh, I understand. Oh, Ooh, child. Oh. Talk about a blackout. Wow. Talk about a blackout, honey. Well, oh, I've been having wow. those lately. Damn, this is crazy. How she, why she, her comfort level was amazing. I have no idea why. All that I now, can I just would say a certain type of white woman will get comfortable real quick. Like, they're, all they're, that they're, I, they're, all that they I will snuggle right into the comfort zone. <laughs> Girl, pull the blankets up, bitch. And take how, a how do you think you know me? When did you when did you know me? When <sighs> did you know me? You don't know me. Girl. Did, did Girl. you really? How about even if you did your, know me? First of all, listen, even if you did even know if me. You did know me. I'm a client, right? I'm a I'm a customer. Uh-huh. Okay. That just whether that's, I'm mm. purchasing or borrowing, nonetheless, I'm a customer. 
Did you really just fix your mouth to talk about my my hair, my clothes, my whole zen moment that I was having? I'm like, honey, demure. Wow. That's that's the Whitley Gilbert remix. Literally wear black, white, navy, blue, army, green, pale yellow, and rose. Okay. I'm a... Those are your colors. Somebody get Asian. (laughs) Those are your colors, ma'am. Demure. Demure. Tated. So, yeah, that, um, that's a... Baby, yeah. you don't even own anything high pink. Had I not. <laughs> I, I got myself together. And I left. I didn't take anything at all. Um, and I was on my way. The next day, I was leaving for an award show with this hair, with this vibe, you know. And had I not had myself together, that woman probably would have shook my shit. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 prepared yeah. to go somewhere. You've yeah. got a new hairstyle. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're you're chilling in your moment and to have someone just try to, you know, I don't know what she was trying Ooh. to do. I'm not mm. sure. Yeah. But clearly you you will never see this company will never see a dime of my money and you don't have to worry about me borrowing shit from you because there's other places that I could go. And I, I just was like, wow, had I not been myself or comfortable in myself, she could have rocked my world with, with, mean, with all of that. I think sometimes what I've, what I've realized is that people will have like a singular experience and a few of them, but really a singular experience will stand out and it'll really start to define who they believe themselves to be or how others, how others perceive them or what they're worthy of. You know what I mean? And I've heard this a bunch of times, like you you ever have a conversation with somebody over, over a period of time and they tell the same story a couple of yes, times I, I, and you're like, guilty. Oh, that, that really, no, 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 but not, I, I do it too. But they, they're like, and you'd be like, Oh, that experience. That experience with you. With you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that experience has shaped you. And and you know, and you're and it gives you some insight as to how they really see themselves. They see themselves through the lens of that experience. But you know, on, on a personal level, yeah. But then there's also this like much larger, bigger, ominous thing that happens around worthiness, particularly with women. Because, you know. Who, how, how are we, and we've talked about this on this show, as we talked about multiple issues, like getting married, like having children, all of the different things that society says makes you worthy as a person, as a person to show up as a human being, to be respected as a human being. And, and, and we carry these things around with us so much. And, and to me, I see it because I've got these four little girls and I've watched this happen in real time. Like, okay, I love you. You're getting loved. You got a father. You've got a father because I get so tired of that trope. Like, oh, if you ain't got no dad, you just don't feel good about yourself. My kids, my girls have a father who loves them deeply. But here's the thing. They have struggled with self-esteem and things just like every other woman because they're living in the world as black girls. And the world. They're in the the world. world. And there's other things outside their household too. It's like, this. it's... Of course. High school, middle school, social media. (laughs) One of my daughters who I'm not even going to put her business out there has a story, a story 
that that is recurring that happened to her when she was seven, seven. Mm. And it's a specific story about being feminine Mm. and how someone perceived her femininity. This was a, not a family member. This was not a teacher. This was not a pastor. This was a person in a restaurant. Mm. Okay. So I'm just trying to tell y'all like the way that we view, like even something like what is feminine? A lot of times we hear this thing, oh, feminine energy, the, the divine feminine. I think that's beautiful. I'm into it. But I'm saying we have to be really clear on making sure that our definition of something like that, right? So this, this conversation isn't just about that. But using that as an example, we have to really be careful how we actually define what that is. Because what happens is that we are have a, a little gumbo of things that we believe it to be mixed in with what it really is and mixed in with what we're indoctrinated to believe it is. That's a hard thing to to define, especially in 2022 anyway. It sounds simple, but I'm like, defining femininity in 2022? Well, honey, my mother in the 80s wore her hair short and had men tell her that she looked masculine. Right, so that's my point. Just because of the length of her hair. Remember that? My mother too, that's what I'm saying. Remember Bull Dagger? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Remember that... Because my mother had a short hairstyle too, and she was six one. Mine too. Okay, come on, shoot. My mother whipping is bald, bald fashion. to this day, and it. Uh... My mother was whipping fashion, but she yeah. was unlike she was unlike any other mother that I knew in North Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. she put her pieces together and and you know going to the great thrift stores and was wearing this stuff off the rack because she was super thin and she was super long mm-hmm. and she knew where to go. So she would rock stuff. My mother mm-hmm. would blow my mind with her fashion when I was a child. Like, wow. Yes. Look at Me my, and my cousin call it fashion, honey. Fashion. Mm. It, fashion. Was, it was amazing. But even though there's always going to be somebody who has something to say. Therefore, you have to. You must. You must. And I'm, I'm, I have to do it every year. Every year to define myself for myself. Come on. Because mm-hmm. people are going to come at me. At Aja, at Laia, at you, listener, male, female, whatever you decide you are today, baby, somebody's going to come for you and play something in your psyche that you have to, um, you got to wash that that thing clean. Mm-hmm. Got to get that out your hair, get it oh, out of yeah. your mind because yeah. you can't let it stay. Who are they? Well, they're not wearing that. Who are they? <laughs> They don't like that. Who are they? I don't know who they are. You don't know who they are. So how is it that you let them decide for you who you are? How free you want to be? How how feminine you want to be? How how sexy you want to be? How Mm. whatever. If you're comfortable with yourself and you're succeeding in in any way that that means to you, what what succeeding is, you feel like you're winning. Listen. Did you get the whole sound? That's from Blue. That's my grandmother. One more time. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or... Get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. 
Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This show and this life, it's work. It's in like a, that's what I'm about to say. It's a constant piece of work and deprogram, deprogramming. The show, the show, it's work. Because yeah, because the, the growth process is just ongoing. But you know, like I said, you know, I I, I want to circle back to my girls, to to my babies, and. I seen this thing. I think I sent it to you guys, but I seen this thing and I'm going to try to be to not like actually hone in on what it actually is. But I've been seeing a lot of 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 energy around what makes people like wife material or what makes people I mean, girls, you know, um, this thing around young women where we put a lot of energy on trying to make and mold them into something that we that that's you know, using a lot of hella respectability and it's just like it's a lot of pressure well i saw this ad for and it was circulating on twitter um th- some conference for young women that said something along the lines of like something about keep your legs closed or something like that oh yeah you said that to us i think right that's what you said yeah to us? yeah yeah and i want to talk about that i want to talk about the whole you're not worthy of partnership and marriage and love if for some reason someone has a perception of what you did with your vagina. Mm. And 
You mean my vagina? You mean my vagina? Your I vagina. Take care the of? one the one you wash. The my? one you you know. Sound like an age old <laughs> issue. This is interesting. <laughs> And it's still around. This is what I'm saying. And you Mm -hmm. mentioned earlier that times had changed. And I thought to myself, yes. And some of them, some of them. Yeah, it ain't nothing. uh, uh, uh. But, 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 but. But From the moment that a little girl is old enough to understand, I feel like we are constantly telling her. No matter what you do, baby. Don't be no hoe. (laughs) It's like your little girl could be a whole liar. Yeah, she Don't could be, be a liar. Stay a off thief. the pole. Keep them off the pole. Keep them. She could off be a thief. Pole. She could be lazy. She uh. could be mean. Ah, uh. but, but it's like no the hope. obsession with girls and their freaking vag is mm. really starting to. I mean, make my butt itch. I'm getting Girl. so irritated by it. Chase. and I know. And let me start by saying this. I have been guilty. I was programmed like everybody else. But I remember we had a conversation before about how we present the vagina to little girls. We are constantly telling them it's the most valuable thing on their body. You don't let nobody, everything about it is a flower or a diamond or it's so, it's just like all of this language, like it's the most important thing in the whole wide world. And the only, you cannot allow anyone to partake of it. Because it's that precious, right? And I understand, I understand, I understand why we do this. Sometimes it's protection. Sometimes it's to say, okay, we don't, we don't want nobody to molest you or touch you. So we want to make sure that you understand, like, that's not a place that people get to partake in, right? So I get that. And I also get the idea of making people understand the energy that happens with something like sex. So I get I get all of the stuff, but I'm starting to feel a little bit disturbed on the inside about the way we present this, because if, in fact, that doesn't happen for that young lady and let's be real about how many young ladies this is not the case for. For a multitude of reasons and how they will carry that sense of worthlessness throughout their entire lives to the detriment of everything from relationships to work, to creativity, to mental wellness, to physical wellness. I mean, everything you can think of will get affected by this one thing that we are so hyper-focused on. You don't tell a girl to preserve her brain. You don't tell a girl to preserve her health. You don't tell a girl to preserve anything. All you're asking her to be is not is to be a freaking virgin. And then once she gets of a certain age, she has to go from being of a completely untouched to being an expert in her body. This body that you told her should never mm-hmm. be touched. Mm. But I know, that's interesting. Ooh. So it Wait all seems religious Just, root. That's 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 uh, once you put in religion with it, it's a whole different thing. And then once you realize men are all behind it and they still stay and try to control our bodies. I should have normalized one thing right right this moment because I I have a son and I have a nephew and I have I have uh nephews as a matter of fact and I have young young boys that are in my life that I'm auntie to that I love and I want to normalize this one phrase 
I care about my penis. Fair Daddy. enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want you to, I want to also say to the young women, I care about my vagina. I'm not trying to normalize or 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 uh, compartmentalize how you use your vagina. I really don't think that that's fair at all because you're a human being and you, you're going to live your life. I want you to. I want you to live free and full, but I want you to live smart. I want you to live intelligently. You know, we always talk about, you know, paying attention to <laughs> to who you're dealing with on every possible level, if you can. How's their psyche? How's their spirituality? How's their physicality? Are they dirty people? Are they clean people? All of the things. But you have to, I'm going to go with this. I care about my penis. Just as much as young girls are supposed to, or women in general are supposed to be so tight-lipped, if you will, um, <laughs> I'm done. Where's my pocket book? Where are my keys and coats? <laughs> if they're supposed to be so tight-lipped, if you will, um, the same kinds of of uh, venereal diseases that young women get, quote unquote, loose young women. So do men. So do boys. The young men. They get it too. Okay, if we're gonna, if we're going yeah, to but do you know, that, a health care conversation, about your shit. But you know, period. a health conversation is different from conversation around worthiness, though. Absolutely, because, see, like, but boy, I just wanted a, to throw that in there. Yeah, That's I a mean, sidebar. Yeah health, yeah, health shit is is absolutely appropriate. Like, you like, I care about my kneecaps too. You know what I'm saying? Care. Which is why when I'm out <laughs> skating, I put on I put on my pads. You feel Men me? are a little behind in that than we are, though. That's interesting, but. I'm sorry, I didn't mean go ahead. Because they're supposed to be out here using their penis wildly. Mm -hmm. You know, they get celebrated for being promiscuous, if you will, if that's a fair enough word. Mm -hmm. But if a woman, you know, decides to do whatever she wants to do with her body, you know, they get that that whole thing thrown on them. And there we go with the worthiness. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. men men get it too in the sense of that, like, and having had a teenage son, it's like that whole thing where it's like, I got to appear as if I have had a lot of sex, blah, 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 or else I'm not masculine or else Mm -hmm. I'm not a man or I'm not X, Y, and Z. And it's like a lot of these things we carry into many different aspects of our lives. It seems like something that's that's very much about when we're young, Mm -hmm. but it, 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 it carries over. It, it carries over in, in so many ways. Oh yeah, because, yeah. But you I mean, have it a, does. This is a even card. for boys, and we talked about this with men. Like when they when they can't provide financially, mm-hmm. what that does to, what that does to their psyche. Mm-hmm. When they can't, they're supposed to be the caregivers. That that, and we just let that just kind of casually come out. Like yeah, he's supposed to be taking that. Now that is interesting in that way because men forever. Forever, and that has not changed at all or budge. And I don't even, that's why I said I think men are a little behind in these conversations because as y'all were talking, I was like, I was thinking on, on a kind of a bright side. I was like, you know, it's, it, we are having these conversations though. I think that there are conversations being had, especially amongst women. We've done a topic or two about the, the how women's conversations about their bodies and their worthiness has been more apparent than ever before. Even uh, I thought about Chanel from NBC who did this special on MSNBC about fertility and your worthiness. And 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 I, I was thinking as y'all were talking and I was like, yo, I really think in a sense of black male and black women that we are a little ahead in these conversations. Black men, uh, there's I'm, I'm just going to, again, give you this card, young men. If you're in a position where you, you've got uh, your your friends and they're trying to uh, minimize you 
based on the fact that, that you haven't had sex or you haven't had a lot of sex or whatever the case may be, your your and and for young women too, your get out free card is I care about my penis. That puts everything in perspective for you and for whomever's talking to you. Uh man, you corny. Huh, I care about my penis. I don't know, I don't even know. I just feel like that just releases a lot of things. Like the person who's bragging about having all of this sex kind of feels like a little like, mm-hmm, let me yeah, leave. Yeah, but sometimes people are not bragging about it. They just having it. So I, I don't know if I would necessarily because really a dog whistle is a boys tiny brag. Bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about yeah, they do. But I'm saying it may dog whistle a little bit to the to the thing. Like, cause I care about myself, but you don't. If you have a lot of sex, then that means you See, don't care about yourself. This shit is complicated. So it's, like, it's a th- it could it could it could be perceived in that way. You know what and I'm saying? And so shall it be because. But y'all talking about two different genders in a way too, Jill. Because I feel like in the back of your mind, you're thinking about boys. Now I feel like Asia in the back of her mind is thinking about girls, girls. who are looked at as promiscuous. So it's kind of like yes, yeah, different messages, different situations. Uh, Fair enough. There's the overall issue, right? The overall right. That's problem the overall is, issue. The right? overall problem and issue is that both sexes, both people, both groups, and everything in between are getting a lot of really janky messaging mm-hmm. around what it means and how to identify themselves, who they are, what they believe, and what their values are around those things. That is the the overall kind of problem. Is that how are we defining what makes you worthy of love? What makes mm. you worthy of success? What makes you worthy of just being present in the room? What makes you worthy of humanity? All of these things are questions that I'm hoping that we begin to kind of ask ourselves and separate the things that we've just been kind of told are those things because and here's a here's a rule of thumb asking yourself why do I think that yeah all Where the time did I come from that's what why we do I believe this someone say oh I believe x y and z you're like well ask why? Yourself, why do oh. I think that where did that actually come from yeah. and, and let me just speak to the situation you're talking about with with men I do see a, a little bit of an increase with black men in particular, black hetero men talking about beginning to talk about these these kind of uh, uh, weird standards of being worthy. And they've been talking about it. One of the things I'm hoping will will stop happening is I feel and this has happened on both sides of things. I feel they're starting to get instead of blaming white supremacy for it it starts to feel like they're shifting some of this blame on on black women. And, oh, I I, I think I'm supposed to be the provider because y'all, all y'all want is a man with money. Or all y'all want is a man who's this, that, and the other. Or a man who's, who has, who's good in bed. Or a man that's such and such. such. That's Isn't all that, that what that want. dude who shall not be named? Isn't that what he used to say all the time? That is not with us any longer? Is that Listen, what, that I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to get into that one. I'll say I've noticed this conversation increasing mm-hmm. amongst mm-hmm. a certain group of black men. And mm-hmm. I want to kind of make sure that what we're doing is always identifying the real enemy and that the enemy really ultimately is never going to be each other. The enemy at the end of the day is white supremacist values and ideas. White supremacist values, ideas, and delusions. Okay. All of those things are setting the precedent for the things that we are continuing and to believe and pass along to our children. There's no way that your actual self-worth should come from any of this. However, 90% of it does. And to dismantle that is the kind of work that I'm interested in. I'm interested in that. 
because there's no and you mentioned Kataji. there's no amount of representation laws or anything that's ever going to change that mm. without that inner work without mm. that ability to say why do i think that even down to a person even having a katanji and the fact that black even black girl magic is looked at as this thing that's mm-hmm. specifically for black women who are successful educated boom 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 they gotta look like michelle obama they gotta look mm-hmm. like oprah they gotta harvard be this graduated harvard another graduated. degree for we Princeton. celebrate these mm-hmm. things in different way when the girl graduates from hair school we ain't hyped like it is when she gets to yale nope Nope, 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 nope. No, it's a matter of work. But the woman who graduates from Yale, guess what? She can't get her hair done on Yale's campus. Guess where she got to go? Mm. Mm. School is in session today. It ain't it? And Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it for us. I I hope that your ears are buzzing. I I really hope that you're listening to this podcast and and, um, considering that, damn, who... This worthiness business, where where did, where does it all come from? Like Aja said, whose yeah. whose ideas are these? Listen, y'all. Been and thinking what I, do you want for yourself? I don't take this thing lightly. What do you want? How do you feel? What what gives you joy? What makes gives you peace of mind? What satisfies you? What 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 excels you? It is not about this life is not about what people are saying. And I know it's hard. Oh my God, it's so hard. It's hard for me. I think it's hard for everybody to just pay attention to who you are and what you want and how you feel. Shout out to all the quirky people who are quirky despite whatever community, neighborhood, and I, I use that word as, as, as beautifully as I possibly can, just quirky, different, not the, the ones that don't necessarily fit in. Hmm. You know, you're, you're on the right path. You weirdo. Weirdos rock. You wonderful weirdo. Oh, my God. I tell people that all the time. Like, normal people, av- average, average, you want to average? So just, like everybody else? Oh. Just allowing yourself to be all of yourself is so fucking fire. Uh, and and know that it is worth, I mean, it is work. Mm. Worthy, worth is inner work. Come Fair? on. Come on, Jaya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it won't work. be given to you by the neighbor, you know, that you live next to or the person you work with or the or even the person that's in your bed. Hmm. Mm. It's up to you. It's, it's up to you. Dang. Uh, we, I could, we stay I could, putting people to work. <laughs> child, that's what it is. I, I'm just going to tell y'all. I just got to tell. I'm saying as a listener, I'm, I'm, I'm a co-host, but I'll be listening and, and applying this shit to my life. And I just want to tell y'all, Me y'all keep too. us working. I mean, we keep us working around here and I appreciate it. It's good. It's good. It's good. Go ahead, Asia. Ooh. More Real Talk after the break. brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? 
when we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. But I want to ask y'all this question because I want to purge. Mm. Show the people how to purge, right? Mm-hmm. Let's live in our own advice. Amen. Amen. I want to ask y'all a question. The question is, I would like to know something or a moment that was really significant for you where you did not feel worthy of something because of whatever, but that you walked into a moment and you literally did not feel worthy of it. Or that there's something that you desired that you were afraid to go for because you didn't think you were worthy of it. Just any moment where you did that and you overcame that feeling. I would just love us to share and that share that a bit with our listeners, because I think sometimes we can talk in overarching kind of themes mm. and people just don't see the humanity in that. Or everybody experiences this for a myriad of different reasons. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Would y'all like you me to go first? Try, yeah, you took like, but just trying honesty. to pinpoint like, right, one. Which one? I'm come like, on, right? Because there's yeah. so many, right? So, there's so mm-hmm. many. Like mm-hmm. this is this is a thing. This is a heavy thing that we carry. Mm, I don't, it, it's mm. heavy. Okay, so well, you know, I talked about this on the show, but I just want to be really like, I want I want to give this my my journey in in education has been like a really deep thing for me, and I definitely dealt with a lot of feelings of worthlessness. And I'm going to say worthlessness because I want to name it for what it actually felt like. Okay. And no, I want everyone to understand. So don't hit me up on Instagram. Like I don't feel worthless. Okay. (laughs) As a person. Okay. I don't. But 
feelings of worthlessness have happened to me in my life. And one of those things was when I got out of high school, I left high school and didn't graduate. I talked about this on the podcast. I got my GED, but um, I always felt as if that that was something that made me less worthy than other people. I always, I carried that sense of worthlessness with me for a very long time. As I watched people that I knew go to college and get into different things that they were doing. And when people started talking about black women that they admire and get got awards and things of that nature, nobody was giving anyone an award for, you know, raising kids and singing songs. You know what I'm saying? Well, singing songs. Yes. But the point is that I, I always had this sense of that. I just wasn't really belonging in the rooms where I was. I never felt that way. I didn't feel that way for a very, very long time and faked it till I made it for real, for real. And, but one of the really significant times was how somebody once told me that they were surprised how smart I was. And I was like, (laughs) and it was supposed to be like a compliment, right? But they made mention of all the kids that I had had. And at that time, I didn't even have six. I only had four. (laughs) I only had five. I was like, and so I was thinking to myself, like, wow, this person thought they were really, really bigging me up in that moment. And I just felt like shit. You know what I'm saying? And and it was actually after I had done a lot of work on myself around this issue. But it plummeted me back. And when it was time for me to do, and in the last couple of years, I've gotten so much um, encouragement around um, doing, um, doing things that really utilize that part of my personality. Me, you know, my, I guess my intelligence for that matter outside and and music takes a high level of intelligence. So I want to make sure that I make that distinction so that I've utilized my intelligence in the, in the ways that people think people should utilize intelligence. We'll put it that way. And that, I've gotten a lot of encouragement around that here recently in the last couple of years, and it has done wonders for me. But that moment has set with me and that little quiet voice in my ear has been with me as I've gone on to do other things like, yeah, that's cute, but they don't know you're really not that smart. Or, or, you know, yeah, that's cute or whatever, but there's so many more qualified people to do that. Or so and so and so. And I have had that to fight that voice Many, 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 many times. Even now, like I said, after I believe I've done a lot of self-work, but I'm telling you, even today, even today, even in these, in this time period of my life, I have had to remind myself who the fuck I am. And mm. that is hard. Deep breaths on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that my moments of feeling unworthy is such a double-edged sword because I really like the majority of myself. Like, I fuck with me. So when I get the pushback, or it's not even pushback when I get um like what I'm what I'm trying to say is that I I I enjoy all every part of my myself. 
I, I like writing um, and sharing stories about living and loving, and uh, some of it is most most of it is bits and pieces of my life with the delicious pen. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'll paint the colors the way that I, I feel them. What makes me cringe is when I don't care for the um the hyper sexual response that doesn't that doesn't make me feel good it doesn't it's, and i i'm i'm sure there's plenty of arguments here but i think when i write things i feel like my pen is just my my pen is the pen and and yeah it's the content too but it's the painting of pictures that excites me I feel like that's my job. My job is to tell stories. That's why I'm here for to me. But when it's taken apart and looked at as I'm some kind of, I don't even know what to call it. I don't know. Sex, Sex goddess. Goddess, <laughs> slave, stuff in, in that nature. It just doesn't make me feel good. And then I feel myself go into a shell and I feel tight and tense. And then I walk in a room and I wonder what men are thinking. And then I watch their eyes and I just, I feel like I'm in a, in a fish tank. And I hate that. I hate that. And, and I'm sure the argument is don't write like that. But I have to. I have to. I don't know what to tell you. There's there's more pictures to paint in this existence. And that's my that's my gig. So it doesn't make me feel as powerful as uh as people perceive it to. It kind of I feel diminished. But I also feel like I have to. So those are moments when I walk into a room and I think people are thinking, you know, damn, what that head do? <laughs> what that coochie do? And the, re- and the reality is, um, I don't know about the rest of the world, but this is the way I see it. For the lovers that I've had in this lifetime, I have never given, I've never given different men um, the same loving experience or sexual experience. Ever. Ever. I'm different every time. You and didn't I even love have that. to say that. I'm mad you even felt like you had to say that. I I don't like that part. I really I'm don't. actually glad that people are hearing this. Because Me they too. Need, they I just meant that last part, They need part, to fucking though. hear it. But that they need last to fucking part, hear it. Like, like you got to explain how you it's are It's like my mind men, got like, thrown out the window and all of a sudden I'm just this. Wow. You know... Maya Angelou write, wrote, you know, sexual poems and other people write things. And all of a sudden, you know, it doesn't, I really work hard at this pen thing. You know, I, I, that part, that part makes me feel less than worthy. And I have to, I have to work so hard to hold my head up. 
because I know my intentions and I know, you know, the reality is that you can experience this pen, but you won't, you won't experience me. You won't, you know? So <laughs> there's that. Hmm. I love you, Jill. Thank you for sharing that for real. Like, I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Yeah, we are the vulnerable. Ain't we? I'm like, dang, we usually putting it all out there. Like, when have we felt unworthy? Okay. Yeah. I, uh, that's an odd question for myself because I frequently don't feel worthy of a, a mentia thing. So I was trying to narrow it down in my There's head. so many. In the categories, yeah. right? It's like love, like, you know, being in the 40s and, you know, I, I'm not going to, beat a dead horse about being in your 40s and st- y'all know the love part. So, uh, but I was also thinking just on a a life thing and a work thing when it comes to feeling worthy. I don't know. I, I, at this stage in my life, like I, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about how when I was living in Philly and I was doing um, like radio in Philly and stuff and doing all these morning shows and producing and all this stuff, I felt really worthy because I had worked really hard to, to, it's not easy to gain love of a city like Philly. And uh, I love gaining it and working for it. And I felt in my element. And I will say at this point in my life, it's very interesting because uh, I'm doing a lot of different dope things, especially like perception wise. It's always more perception wise when it comes to my life. Um, but as far as me feeling confident in what I do, I, that has lowered a lot due to shit. We were talking about people's comments, people saying things uh, from people you work closely with, from not being seen to being seen in a very compartmentalized way. And so sometimes between all these these gigs and the extra, because I, I overthink everything and the overthinking of going through these experiences also prevents you from feeling worthy that there's there's more to life. And like, it's weird, it's hard to explain. It's like knowing that you're worthy to explore your own, that you, your own talents in life and not really have to lean on some other things. It's just, um, it's hard to, I want to verbalize it like, like y'all did. And I was sitting here, double duty and trying to listen, make sure I'm listening to my girls in their pain as I'm trying to think what I'm going to say to make this make sense without saying specific things. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. So, but I'm, like I also been saying throughout this whole episode is that I listen to this show as a listener and a, and a, and a, and a host. And so I'm using my tools to fight those feelings that tell you you're not worthy because of this incident or this person and stop letting that hinder you from going your next level. Because I hear y'all too. And so you don't also want to... Because the people who know and love you tell you what what your worth is and what you're worthy of. And so you also don't want to make them have to do the continued work of telling you how worthy you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Because I said, oh, that's the overthinking that I do. I'm like, I don't want Jill and Agent to continue to have to say, girl, you are this and girl. And you and you want your you want the people around you 
to let to know that you hear them and you are trying to apply <laughs> these things. So it's a combination. I'm sorry, people, if nothing that I said made sense. I hope that some of it made sense. But it's a combination of all these things that can drive you the fuck crazy. And then you don't even know when you're worthy of a break to just stop thinking about it. Ooh. So it's just a... I think I think what I think really at the end of the day it's translate like, Asian. You're so good at that for me. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I just I think you did a beautiful job. But I think I think at the end of the day, allowing yourself the freedom to not be defined by these moments. Yeah. It is is I don't want to say the word work, but that is the but it is kind of the work. The work is just kind of claiming your freedom from it and releasing yourself from it. And Jill said this something similar about it being in practice. And certain things being in practice yearly, mm-hmm. we, these are things that we probably should be in practice in daily. Just reminding ourselves, yeah. like, to free yourself from that. I just want to free myself from that. You know, you know your own self guided meditation that you know oh, that yes. says, "I just today, I just want to be free from whatever I felt defined me that is not me." I want to be free from whatever it is is in my mind is telling me that I'm not worth or worthy of all the greatness that I have inside me. Yeah. That yeah. I'm not that that who I choose to be is is inherently wrong or subject to someone else's opinion yeah. or subject to some standard that I did not create. No. Nope. And that that's to me, that's the freedom I'm praying for for myself and for everybody who's listening to kind of release yourself from that. Yeah. Because even if at the end of it, you don't even like what's there, at least you know what's there. At least that is an actual representation of what you think, regardless of anybody else. And then if you want to change it, you can. People are always going to think something. Yeah. You don't know what. Yeah. You don't know what. But they are. And that's really not your business. Or your problem. But nonetheless, we're still people and we feel shit. Right. Right. We know better, but we it's just feel it. it ain't always easy to we know better. Yeah. I want MC of the year. Fuck that. I want <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I want I want somebody to recognize that this pen is not a game. Yes. It's a sword. Whether it's being gentle and teasing, yes. whether it's being vicious and angry, whether Hallelujah. it's being, whatever it's being. Yeah. It, it is a gift. And I recognize that. And I, I I'm going to continue to fight for all of it, all of me. And either you love it or you don't, but I'm here. Yeah. I found a poem by this lady. Her name is Morgan Harper Nichols. I don't know her, but I like what she had to say. And she said, guard your heart from those that only love you in the shallow end. When you're all made up and out with your friends, you were made for more than satisfying the eyes and momentary affections of those passing by. Your maker has set a glorious depth in you filled with purpose, intention, grace, and truth. And to love you, they must love him far beyond the shallow end. Thank you so much for listening to J.Ill, the podcast. We started with farts. Always. It went always. (laughs) A pleasure. 
do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Hey listeners, it's Amber, the producer of J.L. Today, the ladies talked about really knowing who you are and grounding yourself in that. It can be hard to know where to start, to look for the tools to help you with really grounding and, and gaining confidence in who you are. To help you get started, I wanted to share a meditation from Debbie Brown. She is a master well-being educator. She is a master well-being educator, a certified multi-modality healer and entrepreneur. She shared this quick meditation on the Therapy for Black Girls podcast, which I also highly recommend. I'll share that episode as well as a link for this specific meditation in the show notes. Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866 Hey Jill, if you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.